Hansel, put out your finger so that I may feel if you are getting fat. But Hansel always stretched out a bone. And the old dame, whose eyes were dim, couldn't see it. And thinking always it was Hansel's finger, wondered why he fattened so slowly. When four weeks had passed and Hansel still remained thin, she lost patience and determined to wait no longer. Hi, Gretel, she called to the girl. Quick and get some water. Hansel may be fat or thin. I'm going to kill him tomorrow and cook him. Oh, how the poor little sister sobbed as she carried the water, and how the tears rolled down her cheeks. Kind heaven, help us now, she cried. If only the wild beasts in the wood had eaten us, then at least we should have died together. Just hold your peace, said the old hag. It won't help you. Early in the morning, Gretel had to go out and hang up the kettle full of water and light the fire. First we'll bake, said the old witch. I've heated the oven already and kneaded the dough. She pushed Gretel out to the oven, from which fiery flames were already issuing. Creep in, said the witch, and see if it's properly heated so that we can shove in the bread. For when she had got Gretel in, she meant to close the oven and let the girl bake, that she might eat her up too. But Gretel perceived her intentions and said, I don't know how I'm to do it. How do I get in? You silly goose, said the hag. The opening is big enough. See, I could get in myself. And she crawled toward it and poked her head into the oven. Then Gretel gave her a shove that sent her right in, shut the iron door, and drew the bolt. Gracious! How she yelled, it was quite horrible. The witch was yelling so loudly, but Gretel fled, and the wretched old woman was left to die miserably. Gretel flew straight to Hansel, opened the little stable door, and cried, Hansel, we are free. The old witch is dead. Then Hansel sprang like a bird out of a cage when the door is open. How they rejoiced and fell on each other's necks and jumped for joy and kissed one another. And as they had no longer any cause for fear, they went in the old hag's house. And here they found every corner of the room boxes with pearls and precious stones. These are even better than pebbles, said Hansel, and crammed his pockets full of them, and Gretel said, I, too, will bring something home, and she filled her apron full. But now, said Hansel, let's go and get well away from the witch's woods. Then they had wandered about for some hours, and they came to a big lake. We can't get over, said Hansel. I see no bridge of any sort or kind. Yes. That's true. We we don't we're, there's no way we can get through. Yes, and there's no ferry boat either, answered Gretel. But look, there swims a white duck. If I ask her, she'll help us over. And she called out, Here are two children mournful fairy, seeing neither bridge nor ferry. Take us upon your white back and row us over, quack, quack. 
The duck swam toward them and Hansel got on her back and bade his little sister sit beside him. No, answered Gretel. We should be too heavy a load for the duck. She shall carry us across separately. The good bird did this, and when they landed safely on the other side and had gone for a while, the woods became more and more familiar to them, and at length they saw their father's house in the distance. Then they set off to run, and bounding into the room fell on their father's neck. The man had not passed a happy hour since he left them in the woods, but the woman, the stepmother, had died. Gretel shook out her apron so that the pearls and precious stones rolled about the room, and Hansel threw down one handful after the other out of his pocket. Thus all their troubles were ended, and they lived happily ever after. This is the end of the story. This audiobook is sponsored by CurioSoft Kids Games. Visit their website curiosoft.com for lots of fun kids games that's c u r i o s o f t.com